0: Welcome to the Authentically Out There podcast. I'm Lizzie, a mindset and confidence coach. This podcast is for ambitious women who are ready to build unshakable confidence and a next level mindset so they can get authentically out there in their life and business. So if you're ready, let's dive in. In today's episode, we're joined by the amazing Jess Frost, Jess is an holistic empowerment coach for highly sensitive people who want to find emotional freedom and step into their sensitive superpowers. Today's episode is super juicy, super vulnerable and super raw. We go deep into her own journey to success and really owning herself as a HSP. So, if you're ready, let's dive in. Hello and welcome to the podcast. Hi. Hi. I would
1: love, love, love if you could introduce yourself to all my lovely listeners. Hello, lovely listeners. I am Jess Frost and I'm also known as the highly sensitive coach, which, funnily enough, name chosen by lizzie herself uh, do you remember
0: i do remember actually <laughs> i feel like i should be getting some uh, royalties
1: literally, <laughs> literally one day lizzie was like you should be the highly sensitive coach and then my whole world changed
0: yeah <laughs> it, it was a journey basically. it's been a journey
1: basically
0: so i'd love to know a bit more about you and your story. I know that you've had such an amazing story of yes. transformation. Um, so yeah, I'd love, love, love for you to go a bit deeper into that.
1: Oh my goodness. Can I swear on this podcast, by the way? Yes, go for it. Excellent. Okay, just just putting it out there. Um, So where do I start? So my journey has been um, <laughs> a turbulent one. Um, no, it's it's been one that's literally changed my life. And actually, funnily enough, I didn't know I was highly sensitive until a couple of years ago really um but in terms of my childhood and growing up I grew up and developed quite early on quite strong codependent behavior yeah. um people pleasing um some people will have experienced you know something that Brené Brown calls eggshell living that yeah. was very much what I grew up with um kind of molding myself to kind of make sure that I was keeping the peace in the household, looking after my father who was unwell at the time, who later developed um, alcoholism. And yeah, I very much learned from a young age to wear multiple masks. And like I say, to be the peacekeeper um, and make sure that everyone was kind of looked after. Um, I, throughout my career, and actually education, I've always been a high achiever, so I um, kind of smashed my GCSEs and A-levels de- despite the trauma that we were experiencing at that time in the family. Um, we lost a couple of uh, family members, sadly, and unexpectedly. And yeah, my way of dealing with crisis has always been throw myself into work, throw myself into studies. So I did really well, I ended up going to work uni to study psychology, um, and then fell into recruitment as a lot of my peers did. Um, but with recruitment, as much as it was amazing, because I did love the work hard, play hard, it was quite overstimulating, and quite overwhelming in hindsight for a highly sensitive person. Um, you know, there was lots of lots of targets, very loud environments. And there I struggled a lot of the time, you know, and yeah. I would choose to numb out when I was stressed. So. Whether that was kind of get in and binge watch something that would have been Netflix back then, but whatever it was at the time, or you know grab some red wine on the way home and kind of, yeah, that was how I relaxed. Um, all this behavior that was like I guess my survival mechanism only got me so far, and when I hit my thirties, that's when I really started to see my behavior kind of backfire on me. Um, I actually when I was when I came to the end of one of my recruitment stints um I was actually told by one of the senior leaders that I was too sensitive she told me that I would never be a good leader that I would never be a good manager because I was too emotional and I was too sensitive and to be successful you need to be more like him and like pointed to like a male counterpart and at that time you know my confidence was already at a low um I wasn't taking care of myself. Um, I didn't have a like self-care routine at all at that stage. Yeah. And I just internalised her words. I literally believed them as if they were the truth. And I think that's where my mental health started to take a bit of a downward spiral. And yeah, I kind of mentally took a downward spiral and ramped up my survival in terms of numbing out, yeah. partying, kind of burying my head in the sand, looking back. Um, but yeah, I really honestly believed, believed those words that I was too sensitive, too much, too emotional, and I would never be a success. Um, and long story short, um, I, I changed careers for a little while and I was working events living out in New York and I, um, yeah, I had my dark night of the soul, which some people that, you know, within the kind of self-development and shadow work space, um, they use dark night of the soul to describe that kind of, I guess, rock bottom. And I knew something needed to change. And I came back to the UK, moved cities, moved jobs as I did when things got bad. I just moved back to back and just literally relocated. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> um, and then, yeah, that's when I kind of embarked on my most recent deep dive into the work. I, I knew I couldn't carry on the way I was. Um, I wasn't being authentic. I wasn't developing authentic relationships, I was getting involved in toxic circles, and yeah, I came to Nottingham, where I still live now, and just threw myself into the work.
0: Yeah, no, amazing. For anyone listening, I think it'd be really interesting to understand how you worked through feeling like a highly sensitive person at the start like mm. because there's probably people listening to this that resonate with what you've just said but maybe they're not even aware of really what highly sensitive means and yeah and obviously it means maybe heightened emotions in certain situations but i think it would just be really interesting to understand the start of your journey when you discovered yeah. that you were a highly sensitive person
1: it's funny because actually thinking back to even like four or five years ago when i'd had that difficult experience in new york and come back to the uk and move cities if someone had said those words to me highly sensitive i don't think i'd have even resonated you know yeah i didn't i didn't class myself as someone that was um outwardly sensitive or emotional a lot of the time it was when i was in deep overwhelm that i think i i used to get visibly upset but i'd learned very much to kind of hold that emotion down um, and not show that vulnerable part of myself. Um, but for those of you that aren't, um, that haven't heard of this phrase before I would like to know more information, um, highly sensitive is a, um, a personality trait and it was coined by a psychologist, Elena Ron. And she suggests that 15 to 20% of the population are actually highly sensitive. Um, and what this means is we have a uh, deep depth of processing, for information in our environment we are easily overstimulated similar to kind of overwhelm but overstimulation for me is when i have so much going on so sometimes i feel really overstimulated in my work environment because i do a lot of online training and i'll have lots of different apps open and there'll be different people talking and different volumes and i just my senses get very overstimulated yeah. so that's something that people might resonate with Um, We have a heightened emotional reactivity. So, um, yeah, I, I personally, again, everyone's slightly different. I am deeply affected by things like the news, so deeply saddening things. So like the news or sitting in front of someone who's telling me a story, a sad story. Um, like watching children in need or like Red Nose Day and watching the clips in between, like that will really, really affect me. But in the same way, I'm deeply affected by beauty. So like a beautiful sunset or a play or ballet, or do you know what I mean? So it's like, it's not just necessarily negative, it's positive as well. So we really do kind of notice that, that emotional reactions to beauty and sadness. Um, And just the sensitive nature to subtleties in our environment so um sensing certain energy um when i walk into a room people don't have to verbally say anything and i can read that situation um yeah just being very subtle to smells sounds like my partner nick he is very sensitive to sound um like we'll we'll be walking we're walking through town on a shopping (laughs) trip and there was like a group of men like drilling into the ground and literally he cannot like stand it um and there'll be certain smells that just for me I'm like oh no I can't do that so yeah it's just that would that is what Elena Ron suggests are the difference between um highly sensitive people and non-highly sensitive people and it's called a sensory processing sensitivity Um, and like I say, I don't think I would have resonated with Highly Sensitive back then. But I actually watched her documentary, Sensitive, The Untold Story. And it's got Alanis Morissette in it, who is literally one of my musical queens. And I watched it a few years ago and I was literally like, fuck, that is me. Like, I finally felt like someone had described me like it hit the nail on the head. And I was like, everything makes sense now. And I think... Yeah one thing that a lot of people aren't aware of but you can be highly sensitive and be an extrovert it doesn't mean you're like sensitive and an introvert yeah um, it just means that you have a deeper sensory processing than the rest of the population um and that for me was like ah okay i'm i'm, I'm finally feeling like i fit in and it made me feel less alone yeah um yeah, and, and I'll explain in a bit, it's not, my journey isn't all about my sensitivity. However, it has been a massive part in terms of what I internalised about myself.
0: Yeah, no, that's really powerful. And like, I think one thing that I love about what you speak about a lot on your Instagram, it's like turning your highly sensitive self and turning it into one of your superpowers. And I love that. I think it's just so magical because... Yeah. I think sometimes we can feel, oh well I'm too sensitive so I'm not going to speak out Mm. or I'm not going to start a business and you're an amazing business boss babe (laughs) Um, and you've almost turned it into one of your superpowers, I'd love to know a bit more about that journey and how you've stopped it from holding yourself back I guess.
1: Yeah definitely, Um, you know the the old me before I did this deep work would have 100% said that these are flaws. And I, and I see it with a lot of people I interact with in, in my coaching space. They see their sensitivity as a flaw. And that's why I wanted to do what I do. Because I want these wonderful humans to recognise that they have an incredible superpower. So with that deep sensitivity and that sensitivity for um, sensory processing, things like your intuition. So highly sensitive people um, are deeply empathetic. They, if they can heal things like their shadow and their trauma, they can start to hear their intuition and that powerful inner voice and guidance um, to connect with source, to connect with the universe and to really start manifesting the life that they really want. Um, and I think in terms of people that are coaches, therapists, healers, I guarantee that a huge proportion of those people are highly sensitive just can feel the deep sadness in the world Mm -hmm. but can look beyond that as an opportunity to heal and heal the world and we know you know by doing the work that we've done that when we heal ourselves we send out healing to the rest of the world and that's what I wanted to do is by modeling my superpowers showing these people that it's possible
0: yeah and I think that's super super magical. Because, like I said before, so many people maybe would find that as a bit of a barrier, like Mm -hmm. I could never start a business or put myself out there in Mm -hmm. front of people. Um, So yeah, I think it's just magical that you've turned it into that and you're helping other women also feel inspired to do the same um, and supporting them through that. So obviously for you emotions can be quite a lot sometimes especially in certain scenarios and probably in your business as well mm-hmm. i'd love to know like what tips you can give people that are maybe also highly sensitive to find emotional freedom and yeah. really really get to a place where they can launch a business or put themselves out there or or anything else really
1: yeah I think one of the biggest parts of my journey and again like every highly sensitive person is going to have their own journey um my journey with emotional freedom was actually being able to feel my emotions understand what that emotion was and honor it like yeah. let it be let it flow through me because You know emotion is energy in motion it's meant to be flowing naturally around our body and what i learned to do was push it down so you know what my family experienced a lot of trauma growing up in childhood and you know rather than be able to express what i maybe needed in that moment which was pain anger sadness i was very conscious that uh, the people needed emotional caretaking so i pushed that down and what that then did for me was create like i've got gut problems i have allergies i i really firmly believe that my energy was blocked in my gut area and that's why i've got certain digestive problems yeah. there's so much research and so many uh, books out there um that kind of suggest this and what i've Been doing over the past couple of years is really finding emotional freedom techniques that allow me to be what I need to be. And breath work has been huge for me in terms of that. Um, You know, doing breath work that allows me to quite literally scream, cry, sob, laugh like whatever needs to come out. Yeah. To come out. And now, you know, in my business, it's like a freaking roller coaster, as you know, Lizzie. And like <laughs> hey, tell me about it. <laughs> the literal array of emotions from morning till evening. It's it is like it it's it's unbelievable. And it will range from literally like pure joy one minute to like anger, sadness, resentment, bitterness, comparison, like literally everything. And I just try and sit with it and allow it to be
0: yeah
1: honor it because often it might be something else deep inside of me in in my shadow which is my unconscious self might be the little jess the little inner child me feeling terrified because i'm about to do something that i've never done before so it's like just listening and allowing it to be without judging it without shaming it because shame as we know is one of the biggest core negative emotions that that stops us from taking action so just allowing myself to sit with it and recognizing it has been massive for me
0: yeah I know and you said something then that was really interesting and I think it's so useful for everyone that like you have to connect back with little you and I think so many people want the big shiny end results or they want to just feel healed or they want to just feel no longer sensitive or all these things but at the end of the day there's a little you living inside of you and I know that you speak a lot about shadow work and Mm -hmm. digging deeper into that and have you found connecting with little you really powerful on your journey? Massive,
1: massive. So in terms of like my inner child work um it actually came alongside um the emotional freedom breathwork you know a lot of the a lot of the times that i felt scared and either i took action still or i just didn't and i just froze it was because there was a part of me frozen in childhood trauma that was having that same fearful reaction Um, And I got the chance to connect with myself at lots of different ages, lots of little me's, you know, so there was like tiny little me and then there was like two year old me and like five year old and then like teenage me. And I've really spent the time with the right people, you know, helping me to connect with those little dresses just to allow myself to self-soothe and to find that like inner, inner peace and that inner strength when i felt scared which is on the daily yeah <laughs> when you're doing this work
0: <laughs> yeah that's what i mean it's not like you do this once and then it's over mm. like it's a lifelong journey but i think when you find tools and techniques to help you connect back to yourself yeah. and help i guess restore your nervous system into yeah. a place of calm again yeah. you you thrive and yeah. whether you crash yourself as highly sensitive or not these tools are both useful yeah. in all scenarios
1: massively i think you know our our human brains aren't designed for this world you know and whether you're highly sensitive or not look what we've just experienced in the last two years with the pandemic like our our like amygdala the part of our brain which shoots cortisol around the body and creates the fight or flight will be wild for anyone but it's just being mindful of like being honest with yourself like how long have you lived in fight or flight like I literally think I lived my entire life like that um and my body got addicted to it yeah like with anything my body got addicted to that level of cortisol um and actually when I started experimenting with soul care and like meditation and things like that it felt really terrifying at the start because my body had never felt that level of like quiet and calm yeah so you do have to like you have to rewire your brain. You have to learn to regulate your nervous system. And for me and for many people, the quickest way is the breath. But also things like meditation and, and stuff has been really great for me to really calm that fight or flight response. Yeah.
0: No, amazing. Well, um we're gonna move on to some quick fire questions. Yeah. That's been really helpful. Um and I know that there'll be a lot of value in that for everyone listening. Um, So, you're on the Authentically Out There podcast, so I'd love to know what Authentically Out There means to you.
1: Wow, okay. So, Authentically Out There for me, the whole part of the work and the reason why I created the coaching programs that I create is that the, the deep inner work is about not becoming someone else, Yeah. it's coming back to who I really am. So, the me that was born onto this earth, this you know, beautiful, sensitive soul that, you know, is, is for me, I now know I'm here to help, I'm here to serve, I'm here to model um, this deep inner work for other highly sensitive people. And I've had to strip away at the layers that society layered onto me, you know, generational, you know, limiting beliefs, all that kind of stuff, and come back to me and show up as me yeah not copying not looking at other people you know staying in my lane and being like i am going to speak my truth regardless of whether others like it you know that's the hard, like really challenging parts is like especially someone that was desperately wanting everyone to like them for years like crippling people pleasing i have to now show up knowing that some people won't Hear it. Some people won't want to hear it. Yeah. But there will be there will be people that really do. Yeah. Keep going. Keep keep showing up as that me.
0: Yeah. No. That's amazing. I think it's so important. Um. So question number two. What book are you currently reading?
1: Oh my goodness. Okay. I've got a couple. I I have a I have a book
0: habit. (laughs) I can tell. I'm actually sat with Jess in person, which is kind of weird because. Yeah, I feel like we don't really connect in person anymore. I know people people don't connect in person, so we're actually recording from Jess's lovely house, and I'm surrounded
1: (laughs) surrounded by books. So there's a couple on the go. I want to mention um, Gabby Bernstein's latest book, Happy Days. That was incredible. Um, She talks about her trauma healing journey and very much about the nervous system regulation, the emotional freedom to find that inner safety so that really resonated um my background also is psychology so i'm constantly kind of dipping into lots of different therapeutic approaches but i'm reading a book at the moment called no bad parts um and this is about healing trauma and restoring wholeness and it's all the different parts of ourselves in our psyche that will show up to protect us um which is another podcast in itself. But that is huge in terms of the inner child work and understanding the different parts of me where it's not about shaming or pushing parts of ourselves down or, or away, but it's about integration and how can we become loving to every part of ourselves. Yeah, no, I love that. And finally, what
0: is one bit of advice you would wish you'd known sooner?
1: Oh my God, just fucking do it. Like just failure is my friend. Yeah. Like, honestly, um, fear and failure can be your friends. And I think when you start to step into the arena, as Brené Brown calls it, and get out of that comfort zone and start doing things that terrify you, there is so much <laughs> freedom. Mm. And and failure is not as bad as we are made to believe in this in this society and in this world like failure offers opportunity it, uh, there is gold in every failure of mine now um and i just wish that i'd just had that that courage and that little gentle nudge a bit earlier but no it's all time like divine timing but yeah failure is good
0: yeah no i love that so thank you so much for joining me today where can my lovely listeners find you i mean i could speak to you all day i feel like there's a whole (laughs) other list of questions that are in my mind but that's like i said a whole other podcast um so yeah where can my lovely listeners find you if they want to check you out or work with you what, what have you got going on
1: absolutely so you can find me mostly on instagram at the highly sensitive coach um also on linkedin also on facebook facebook um <laughs> Um but no definitely Instagram is where you'll find me mostly. Um I've also got the Empowering Path podcast which I made for highly sensitive people and empaths. Um which you can find on all the poddy platforms. Um but yeah Insta is is the main one.
0: Oh amazing. Well thank you so much for coming to join me and yeah. Thank you for having me. And it's been a pleasure honestly. Aww. Aww. <laughs> Thanks love. Thanks all. Thank you for tuning in to the Authentically Out There podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, leave me a little review. It would mean the world and share it with someone else who may benefit. Can't wait to see you on the next episode, my love.